Rescue F1. Welcome back. I'm Ryan Silverstein here with my best bud, Ethan Kimball. F, yeah, F1. And we are here to recap the Russian Grand Prix from Sochi and preview this week's race in Turkey. Uh, Ian, how excited are you on a scale of 1 to 10 that it's race week? I am at an 11. I mean, we have yeah, seven races left. We have seven races left in the season. Uh, the I saw, did you see F1 posted a thing today of the closest points battles in history? I did see that. Only one that was closer to this was Schumacher and Alonso were separated by one point. Max and Lewis were separated by two points. And then there was like some of the other greatest battles about, you know, Lauda Hunt, uh, you know, just incredible. Schumacher had another battle on there. Yeah. Uh, was that Schumacher Senna was, was the other one, I think? No. No. I just uh, saw it, it was, was Sh- Schumacher there. Rosberg, I think. Okay. Um, Fucking Nico Rosberg. Or was it Rosberg Senna? Anyway, uh, everybody else was separated by three points. So, and that's all a different point system and everything else. So, uh, yeah. the fact that these guys are separated by such a, a tight margin when the point spread is so wide, it's just, uh, it's incredible. It's seven races left, buddy. I can't, I can't really handle it. It's so many races and so few races all at the same time. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It feels like a lot, but it isn't. It's, it's really not. And like the fact that they're almost a hundred points ahead of Bottas in third. Yeah. Like they're more than a hundred points ahead of Lando in fourth. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Bye. Like that, that's kind yeah. of insane. Yeah. It's a, uh, I mean, the two just ran away and, and it was kind of what was being talked about the entire time. And they both just really showed up and, and it was like, Oh, I think there might be a battle this year. And then all of a sudden it was like, Holy shit, there's a for real battle this year, Mm -hmm. you know? And the, and it's so funny because almost to a degree when I was, I'm still a very new fan, but when I was still like a, like a first year fan, Mm-hmm. I was like, why did they get a point for fastest lap? Like that kind of feels a little silly and getting a point for, uh, or like how they were, how they were doling out points for the top three in sprint races. It's like, all right, I guess it, I get, I get it like cool. But now you see how important that shit is. You know, yep. if Lewis, Lewis right now is two fastest laps ahead of Max Verstappen. Yeah. Yeah, and we still have. Wait, no, we're are we done with the sprint? I can't remember. No, there's one. Is there more. one more? Yeah, they only did uh, Great Britain and Monza so far. Right. Yeah, it's Silver Silverstone. And they, have, and they haven't announced that. That's crazy. Because yeah. they said that they want to do a third of all of them next year to be sprint qualifying. A third? A third. That's too many. That's way too many. That's seven. Yeah, that's way too many. That's too many. I can't. I don't know if my stress level can properly <laughs> handle that. That's a little bit. Yeah, no, I don't want to do that. That makes me, I don't even want to talk about it. All right. All right. We won't talk about it. <laughs> um, so uh, they're probably going to do it in Brazil, right? I guess, I guess that's the one that makes the most sense. Yeah. Anyway, we got some news to touch on if you want to do that first, or do you want to, do you want to recap Sochi? Yeah, let's, let's do, 
we can do news first, and then we can we can we can run through Sochi real quick. Cool, man. So news, obviously, one of the big ones. They announced the final uh, track of the year. Oh yeah, yeah, that news in uh, Qatar. Mm-hmm. Uh, he races one, kind of a joke, but okay, a little, little bit. Okay, that oil money speaks volumes. Um, yeah, it does. But uh, it's it's just it's a shame that like, as far as I know, the FIA isn't doing anything to like you know how they have like carbon offsets where like, you know, hey, we're like buying back, like we're spending, we're like matching with money like the damage that we're doing to the environment at least. Right. But I don't think they're doing any sort of offsetting of the terrible civil uh, like civil rights records in you know, Baku or Hungary or like, it's just, if it was like one race every year, I'd be like, all right. You kind of get it. Yeah. Because like not everywhere can be, can be good, but at the same time, it's like, it's like, what? So it's like Baku, Hungary, uh, Qatar, Saudi Arabia, Qatar, Azerbaijan. Yeah. Abu Dhabi. Fucking Russia. Right. It's too many. Yeah, it's too many. You Wait, know, Texas. United States. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's too many. And I mean, like, if they're going to do it, like, they have to just, they have to say something there. Um, but uh, some other news, Carlos Sainz is starting in the back of the grid. Yeah. He's getting the new power unit, uh, which we will talk about that power unit when we talk about Sochi mm-hmm. um, and how good it looked. Uh, they are Mercedes and we were, you and I were texting back and forth, uh, Mercedes and Red Bull both are not fucking around and they are like wolves to the slaughter. Yep. They are out for blood. Yeah. And they want to win you. When we were texting, I I said to you, I don't think like, I, I genuinely wouldn't be surprised if Christian Horner sat max down and toto sat lewis down and was like i don't give a fuck how many cars we go through i don't give a fuck mm-hmm. how many power units i don't give a sh- i don't give a fuck win win the yep. championship period whatever you and have the thing to is, do. i don't even know that it's, it's christian uh you know like i, I bet you like helmet marco was like yeah dude look yeah. here's here's the deal he was like i'll buy whatever the fuck you want yeah i don't care that's uh yeah that's the real shit that's the real shit. I'm sure they have a I'm sure there's a championship bonus in both of their contracts. Like, oh god, yeah. I was reading, I think it was Kimmy when he was with Lotus, had like every point that he scored, he got like a hundred thousand dollars or a hundred thousand pounds or whatever bonus. Wow. And he scored like it, it was like he ended up with like five million dollars extra god because damn, you know, they weren't like they just like were not expecting him to do that well, I guess. And they yeah. were just like, you know, to that. I forget I forget the number specifics, but they were like, uh, Kimmy, you're doing too well. Like this is causing us way too much money. <laughs> he was like, yeah, okay. Send a contract. He's like, but... he's like send the check. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't give a shit. Um, nor should he, because you know, they made they made a deal. That's the deal. Hey man, so it is what it is. Uh, and the last piece of news I have, uh, I don't know if you saw it, but how um, Formula One 
is making sustainable fuel for cars. I did see that. I didn't have a chance to like read up on it, but I did yeah. see that that was. I did a little bit of uh, like a very shallow dive into it. Uh, and yeah, like Formula One is, is pooling its money. Uh, and it's because the thing is, and that's kind of what's cool when I talk to people about Formula One and they're like, oh, like, I don't want to watch, you know, I could flush Skittles down the toilet and it would look the same. And it's like, no, no, no. Like, first of all, uh, you're talking first about of all, like, that would be a crazy shape for a toilet. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So it is not going to work the way you think it's going to work. Second of all, but like for real, I'm not exaggerating when I say that the same people who work for Formula One teams also could very easily get a job at NASA Mm -hmm. or at SpaceX. Like literally any, any top tier physics and engineering job that exists on the planet these mm-hmm. guys could work there they're not just like gearheads they make the the most technically impressive vehicle ever created yeah and building an f1 car is like building a it's like building a miniature 747 well not even it's building a fighter jet yeah but right upside yeah, yeah. down right it's crazy and like what it's capable of doing is crazy. And so the fact that like all of these people are getting together and Formula One's like, hey, uh, we need to really cut down carbon emissions. What do we do? And making a sustainable fuel so it's not solar, it's not, uh, it's, it's a lab created fuel that their target is that it'll work in every day yours and my car and will be affordable. That's fucking fascinating. Yeah, it's so interesting. Like, I've, I'm, I just have like a million questions about how that actually. Like, are they basically gonna make some sort of like high, high grade vodka? You know what I mean? Like, because like alcohol, like it's not that far off. You know what I mean? Like, there's alcohol. You know, ethanol is yeah. alcohol. Like, it's already in mixed in with our gas right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and just think about all the data that. Mercedes and Ferrari and Honda, you know, and all these other manufacturers have on all fuel cells because of F1 being hybrid. Yep. Yeah. They have, and they have not just data on it, they have like wildly high performance data on right. it. Right. Yeah. Because they're like, if we make this thing to operate at 20% of what it operates in an F1 car, it'll run a regular car without problem mm-hmm. for 200,000 miles like you know and the way that you know the, the batteries recharge when they're breaking and you know all that kind of stuff like the fact that it's like harvesting it like it's recycling the energy output of the car yeah uh, like all that stuff i just find cool like even the, the real simple ones like uh so like mondo like they put out like the fancy records the soundtracks on vinyl and stuff uh, they just announced they're, they're doing a whole like trying to reduce their plastic usage so they're gonna start taking like the extra pieces of vinyl that they would just throw out normally. And they're going to like start making those like into records. So you'll open up, like, it'll just be like a crazy mix of like colors and like patterns because Sick. it'll be all like the spare, you know, the like leftover stuff. That's rad. 
so they're not wasting it like it's it's like little stuff like that that i'm like yeah this is the stuff we should be doing this is yeah shit. yeah for sure and like when you look at things you know it, because doing the little stuff obviously makes a great difference and that's awesome but seeing these seeing you know the biggest car manufacturers in the world the most high performance you know seeing them really put their shit together and decide that they're like we're going to fix the fuel problem for the planet like that's pretty fucking incredible so yeah no yeah i i I definitely don't want to downplay it at all like this this is like you know it the level of ambition there is it is i would argue potentially bigger than building a rocket to go to space because like oh yeah it's been done before whereas like this is like a brand new thing yeah yeah lab based because i mean like it's it's like when people talk about making lab lab created meat and it's like it's not vegetable meat it's actual for real meat it's real beef but it was just made in a lab instead of killed off of a cow and it's like oh sure i'll give it a shot like hit me Mm -hmm. let's see how good this is because if Uh, it works like okay yeah and you know and again like that's also good for the environment because like in theory like the amount of uh like emissions that it takes to grow meat versus like letting cow like creating like breeding cows so that they can run around in a field is like you know a no-brainer uh but yeah so that's that's some exciting news uh in the world of f1 and so now we have to talk about the triumph and tragedy that was sochi yeah um so it was a wild roller coaster of a race um so it started with max Verstappen at the back of the field in 20th um because of his power unit, it started with Lando uh, and Carlos on the front row, and then George Russell and Lewis Hamilton on the second row in a preview of next season. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, in that order. Yeah, in that order, and on the second row. Hell yeah. That's, that's an important distinction. Um, <laughs> you know, so they take off, uh, Carlos takes a lead, um Hamilton tumbles down to sixth uh, on the first lap. Uh Leclerc. Yeah, what happened just... with his start? Did he just have like a really dog shit start or what? Yeah. yeah, he just had like a wet fart start. That's yeah, that's weird. I didn't know like he missed a gear or what, but yeah, I don't I don't know exactly what happened, but he he just you know didn't start yeah. correctly. He blew it. Yeah. He pulled a potas. Uh, it's mean but it's true it's mean but it's true yeah um you know by the 13th lap by the way uh charles leclerc went from 19th to 12th yeah yeah dude that new power unit uh if we're going to take a moment to talk about that um first of all the surge of max verstappen over the course of the race was not unexpected but mm-hmm. always incredible to see. Like whenever you see somebody Absolutely. starting in 20th and they just blast through the field, it's extraordinary every time. Um, so it wasn't unexpected, but it was still still very, very, very impressive to see Max uh, zip through there. But man, oh man, 
That new Ferrari power unit does not look bad at all. After practice, Leclerc seemed to get really comfy with it. And I mean, it goes to show that the immediate next race, they're like, yeah, start signs in the back. We're putting in the new power unit. That says yeah. something. Which is crazy because, you know, science, obviously, like he started uh, on the front row, finished mm-hmm. in third. Yeah, had a great race. Like, you know, had a great race. I think it's not that they shouldn't replace it. I'm just saying, like, it's just interesting that, like, this was a track where I don't think either of us were expecting much from Ferrari. And, um, you know, Leclerc had some trouble later, but it, it wasn't it wasn't the issue with the car. Yeah, no, I, all things considered. Ferrari had an extraordinary race. I thought uh, they they really they really showed up. Um, them and and uh, McLaren uh, both had both had a really great race between the two of them. Yeah, uh, you know, and I mean, we got to talk about Lando. And... We have to talk about Lando. Well, do you want to continue through the race? Did we have any? Uh, were there any? I don't think there was any cautions up until we got to the very end. Um, there were some like sector cautions. Yeah, um, like somebody kind earlier, of spins, but, not, but like nothing. Not a full on, not a safety car or anything. Right, right. Um, and so what, Ryan, what happened? I just, you know, so one of the things that I've noticed in F1 is that obviously it's good to be, it's good to be leading the race. Like that's the position you kind of want to be in. But then when something happens, your options are kind of limited. Whereas, you know, if you're in second, the view is sort of like, you kind of have nothing to lose. Like, especially if you're in second where with this, you know, Lando was out in front, um, by late in the race, Hamilton was behind him. Mm-hmm. And they were, like, Hamilton basically had a free pit stop between him and Carlos Sainz. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, Lando, like, McLaren was trying to get Lando to come in. Lando was like, I got to stay out. And I think you could argue, you know, McLaren have been more forceful because could they have like you know at the very least like lied to him and been like look this rain's gonna get worse before it gets better which is what Mercedes told Hamilton they were like because Hamilton was like oh I'm gonna stay out I'm gonna stay out and they were like dude you have a free pit stop and the rain's gonna get, get worse the fuck he was, in here. and he was like all right fine I'm coming in I, I trust you guys yeah like, I trust that this is the right call that's the and word the that right I was call. looking for yeah you know and it's like from you know and i know that lewis said this after the race and i feel like you know you were a little bit dismissive of it, which i also think is fair like hamilton was saying like in in landis position i would have done the same thing i don't know whether he means like if i 2021 lewis hamilton would have made that decision or if he means like i at you know 13 or however old lando is yeah like i would have i would have done the same thing because i don't you know, and it's 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 just a shame because I, I don't know that Lando could have done anything different. So I think if they came into a pit, they probably would have come out behind Mercedes and he still would have. But I think he would have ended up 
on the podium instead of in seven. See, I a part of me disagrees, man. I think that if he pit when Mercedes pit or before, he would have still won that race. And the thing that upsets me is that Lando has a very limited amount of information when he's driving in that car. <laughs> and the team on the wall has a, an ungodly amount of information that they are pouring through. They knew rain was coming. They saw the rain coming. It was raining. And they didn't demand that he comes in. I think that the problem there was just, uh, I think it was a team failure because Lando's also emotional. You know what I mean? Like he's mm-hmm. out there and he's like, no, I can do it. I can do it. I'm not giving up the lead. I'm not giving up the lead. Four more laps. I can do it. Four more laps. And it was like, no, no, you fucking idiot. You have to pit the car. You have to pit the car right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, fact, I, yeah. The fact that they didn't do that just, it speaks volumes to me. You know, I mean, Ferrari did it to a point, but like, I guess, I guess when you look at the level of trust that there is, you have Leclerc and Norris and everybody else that stayed out on, on their slicks when it was fucking downpouring on them. Mm -hmm. And the team was like, Hey, you're the driver. You're on the track. You do what you want to do. Mercedes, Lewis was like, I'm going to do what I want to do. And they were like, pull in the fucking pits. Pull in the pit now. Pull in the pit right fucking now. And you're putting on enters, and that's what's happening. And he was like, okay. You know what I mean? And he did, and because of that, he won the race. Mm -hmm. I mean, where was Max when it started to rain? I feel like he was still back in, like, eighth? Like, eighth or seventh? Let's see. Um... Yeah, I mean, he was working his way up through the field, but Checo was ahead of him, and Checo stayed out longer. Yeah. Uh, and then ended up in ninth. Right. I think that they basically like swap places. Like Checo was, I think in, I think he was, I think he was in fourth. And I think at the time, before, like when they pitted, I think uh, Verstappen was like an eighth, and they basically yeah. just like flip flopped because. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I. Right. I don't blame Lando. I blame, I, I certainly blame, you know, the, uh, the McLaren team, you know, uh, yeah. uh, Andre Seidel, like that's, that's his call. Yeah. I blame them for not telling him to come in and also for not controlling his emotions a little bit better. You know, like when he's going around, of course he's excited. He's led all but one lap of this race. It's going to be his first win if he plays his cards right. His emotions are very, very, very high, especially mm-hmm. after finishing second the week before. You know what I mean? Behind yep. his fucking teammate. Like, his emotions are very high. Somebody on that wall should have been like, Lando, you have to come. Like, you have to calm down. You have to come in. You're not going yep. to. If you want to win this race, you have to come in. Yeah. If you even and want I'm... a chance. Right. And I didn't get a chance to listen to that team radio, but. I don't think that they were clear no. about no. what this, about what the situation actually was. And again, 
I'm fully in favor of teams lying to their drivers. Hell uh, yeah. To make the right strategy call if, yeah. if needed. And they, uh, yeah, I think that was a, fa- a team failure more than it was a driver failure. But it mm-hmm. happened not just with, I mean, Lando is obviously the biggest tragedy because he was potentially winning the race. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was, a, it was a massive failure across the board uh, with a lot of different teams uh, who, who chose to stay out instead of come in. But it sure did make the last few laps very interesting. The last few laps was, I, like, I was just so incredibly nervous that just something horrible was going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because the conditions were just getting worse, and then they would get a little bit better, and then they got worse again. And I was like, somebody's going to make a big, just like a big fuck up. Yeah, um, something bad's going to happen. But, you know, Danny Rick shows up again, finishes in fourth place. Mm-hmm. Carlos Sainz had a, an incredible race, pulls ahead of his teammate, lands in third. Yep, his fifth podium from, in F1. Yeah, dude. Max goes from 20th to fucking second, which is extraordinary. Hamilton does what Hamilton does, wins the race. Good That's for him. That's his 100th uh, victory in F1. Yeah, his 100th victory, which is... I, down because he, that's been like it's been what like six or seven races or, or something since he won his because i can i can actually look um it's been i think seven he hasn't won in let's see the last time lewis won was in great britain in july so it was one two it was hungary belgium netherlands and monza in between so it was four races in between he was waiting yeah so what so when lewis took the lead i was like imagining whoever manages like the social media accounts for f1 having to like scroll back through all the graphics that they've made to find the one yeah, right? like july when when like, the 100 yeah like fucking <laughs> finally jesus God, we made this months ago. <laughs> I don't even I don't even like looking at them anymore. Like, you know. Yeah, right. When you, when you go back to old shit and you're like, oh god, like great annoyed at this point. Yeah. You're like, but, oh, uh, I'm not gonna do it again. Just send it out. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Just it's fine. It's good enough. Get it out there. Uh yeah, man. Uh there was some there was some good finishes all around. Kimmy finished in eighth. It's amazing. Um, Alonzo keeps killing it this year in sixth. George Russell, like him getting points, is just like a thing that happens now. Uh, yeah, it's just yeah. shit that happens, which is amazing. Uh, but then you know, a lot of people that made so even with Lando making a terrible tire choice, he still finished in seventh, which is extraordinary. Um, yeah, there was uh, a lot of a lot of good in the top ten, all things considered. Yeah, um, you know, I just wanted to highlight the rest of our predictions. Yes, please. Um, you were wrong because you said that Max would not have the new power in it, uh, but they made that call. Uh, it was the right call. Was that my wild um, card? No, that was just one of the questions I asked you. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, uh, AlphaTauri uh, did not have a good weekend, I would say. No, they sure didn't. Um, <laughs> Uh, and then the other thing that I, my driver to watch was Lando, which was an excellent choice on my part. Excellent choice. Uh, and yours was Leclerc for the power unit, which is also, you know, his, his finish was not a power unit's fault. No, that was his own dumb fault. Uh, we both said Hamilton would get the pole, which was wrong. Uh, 
we both got fastest lap wrong because it was Lando. I had said Bottas. You said it was going to be Hamilton. Mm. Uh, driver of the day was also Lando. I said it was going to be Gasly. You said it was going to be Alonzo. Uh, and let's see. So just to recap, the podium was Lewis, Max, Carlos, Sainz. Uh, we got, so I had said Bottas, Max, Checo. So I always got Max correct. And you, yeah. had, you, you said Max, Hamilton, Alonzo. Uh, yeah. um, my wild card was that Alpine was going to get a top five, which Alonzo came in six. Pretty close. Uh, so I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. Uh, and then you said Lewis was going to DNF, which obviously did not happen. Right. It did <laughs> not. It certainly did not. Uh, so, yeah, it was a crazy race. Uh, I'm glad, you know, if it was going to rain in Sochi uh, every year, I wouldn't complain about it because the track sucks. Yeah, the track sucks, dude. <laughs> track is trash. It's just terrible. Like, rain is the only, like, they should just hire, like, a rain machine. Yeah. Some, yeah. Mean, just put sprinklers on it or something. Yeah. Do something. And not um, tell anybody when they're going to turn them on in true Russian <laughs> fashion. That would be dope. Just sometimes they're on, sometimes they're not. <laughs> Different parts of the track. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows how long? That'd be fucking crazy. That'd be fucking crazy. Uh, anything else you wanted to mention about Sochi? Uh, no, but you did mention Alpine and pretty rad that they're joining the Hypercar series and the 24 Hours of Le Mans starting in 2024. It's pretty fun. I'm super excited. Yeah, dude. That's going to be cool. Hypercar is are... one of those cars. I don't know how. Hypercar either, but it's the one those things it. are too goddamn fast. Yeah, I'm into it though. There's like but a like, lot. I think down that like, back straight. Man. Yeah, dude. Oh my god, all day long. I like that they had to put in chicanes because people were going too goddamn fast and dying. They're like, we have to slow this down. Yeah, it's just it's one. Good. It's like a three mile long straight line. <laughs> people god, are going like, like 250 miles an hour. <laughs> it's like you know when they do tend to set the land speed records on the like, yeah. salt flats where they just like. Just, you know, just a yeah. rocket. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. yeah, there's like eight or nine teams that are going to have hypercars. That's awesome. 2024. Yeah, there's a lot. Mercedes is coming out with one. Ferrari's going to have one. Alpine. Obviously, uh, Honda's going to keep going. Uh, Toyota. Yeah, Toyota. Uh, somebody else. There's Pugino. How do you say that one? Peugeot? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just made I just made that pronunciation up. It just sounds French enough to me. Yeah, <laughs> croissant, croissant. Yeah, the croissant team. That's <laughs> that's fucked up. Yeah, so that's gonna be pretty sick. We'll see. Well, what if we can't there. make fun of the French, I mean, I yeah, PC culture has actually gone too far. That's that's entirely too far. <laughs> the minute that they do that, I'll be like, what well, culture sucks? Fuck them. Yeah, I'll be fuck like, fuck it. I need to. Be- I need to be able to make fun of the French. Yeah, at least the French. We have to right. have the French and and the British bad teeth. Yeah. Other than that, you know, I will I'll comply with everything else. Uh, yeah, buddy, are you pumped for Turkey? I'm excited for Turkey. Turkey was a fun race last year. Uh, it was. It was a sad race for for my boy, but it was a good race. Uh, I, I think the track is interesting. Uh, you know, I think Turkey is just an interesting place to have an F1 race because it would, yeah, you know. for sure. Um, I will uh, give you some quick facts if yeah. you're up for it. So, the Formula One Rolex Turkish Grand Prix 
uh, circuit length, 5.338 kilometers. So it's a 58 lap race. Um, nice big long track, uh, two DRS zones. Um, the lap record was set in 2005. Do you want to guess by in the first Grand Prix that was there? First Grand Prix with there was in 2005, and that's when the lap record was set. Is this the race uh, lap record or the yes. overall lap record? I believe race lap record. Okay. I'm trying to think. All right, 2005. Two. I can give you a hint. Well, let me ask. Let me ask a question. Okay. Uh, is it someone who's currently like it's not anybody who's currently driving? No, okay. not in Formula One. No, right? Okay, I'm like trying to like already think of like timelines. I'm like going through like the Schumacher documentary to be like, wait, he was out by the because then he came back and like I want to give you this hint. Okay, he is a Indy 500 winner. Is it? Is it Massa? No. 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 Okay. But he does have the most wins there. Okay. All right. Three. You, you, all right. You should tell me then. It is Juan Pablo Montoya. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool, I thought. That is cool. Yeah. Uh, he was given props. To, he was also given props to Lando last week or last, yeah, last race. Yeah. Yeah. How can he not? Uh, he did. He did such a stellar job. Um, yeah, it's, uh, the first winner there was our boy, Kimmy, um, Philippe won a few years in a row, uh, Jensen Button and Lewis Hamilton won 2009, 2010, Seb in 2011. Then the race wasn't held again until last year. They went back to Turkey, uh, because they were trying to find tracks wherever they could mm-hmm. and they landed on here and it was a great race. And so I'm happy that it brought them back there this year. Lewis won last year. Um, there was a, a solid, you know, it was a, a solid race, solid finish. Uh, Lance Stroll, I think, got his first podium. Um, that's, not, that's not right. No? Or, I'm not podium. Was... I'm sorry, first pole. First yeah, pole. Yeah, pole. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Podium no, that was my mistake. Uh, Lewis, Checo uh Seb. right right uh where checo and seb obviously had uh passed leclerc in that last lap leclerc was running mm-hmm. third passed for third and uh got knocked back to fourth um but yeah man it looks like it's a, a great track gonna be a great time how do you feel about it what do you think I'm excited. You know, it'll be a little bit different because they had just resurfaced the track last year, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if it's different. I remember, like, this is one of those where, like, it's just a challenging track, just, like, based on the way that it's designed. You know, this is one where, I don't know what the overtaking is going to be like, but it's going to just be exciting to watch them navigate the track. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so I think it. I think it's going to be interesting. Um, you know, I'm just I'm just excited because, you know, this was the race last year. When did it happen? Where Lewis won the championship? Yeah, yeah. This so was it, the race. Was late, 
Yeah, it was later in the season though, because that was November. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Last year. Good so, call. so it'll it'll be interesting. I mean, you know, the um, just having a championship being this close makes every race the most exciting race of the season. Like, yeah, you're 100 percent right. You know, 100 right. Bro, did you see uh, Red Bull's livery? Yeah, man, I sent you that text. I'm so pumped for it. It's badass, dude. You know, and it's funny because I was thinking like, oh, they're slotting this in for Turkey because we're not racing in Japan because obviously that's where they would yeah, right. do the... Because it's, it's a Honda tribute uh, livery because, you know, I think as much as any company leaves another company, they're leaving on good terms. Like, yeah. it wasn't like, oh, Honda's pissed that Red Bull hasn't been winning championships, so they're pulling out. It's like Honda is changing a direction. They're going to be doing other stuff, whatever. Yeah, they're but doing like they shit. they gave they turned over all of their IP and development information and data and everything over to Red Bull. A bunch of the people who worked for that Engine Works team are mm-hmm. staying with Red Bull. So you know, there's going to be enough continuity. Red Bull also took some money and went out and poached a couple of people from Mercedes, like we talked about in a previous episode way back. Um, so it's going to be interesting. I'm super pumped to just see the whole car. Cause like that teaser, and I was like, "Ooh, it's gonna be white." Cause like you know, other than the freaking Haas, like there's not really any any white cars. Other tra- like, it's, I don't know. I think it's gonna look cool. I like liveries. I know it's like a little like, uh, bro. I love it. I love <laughs> it. I love everything about it. I still, I still am fully in support that Monaco each year should be a throwback livery for every oh, team. Hundred percent. Like most definitely, that should be hundred percent. I'm would also be- not adverse the idea that they make special cars just for monaco that are like narrower yeah right i mean the rules get thrown out the window yeah i mean it would be a logistical nightmare for every single team but like they'd be like we're not going to do that (laughs) it would only cost like five million dollars per team yeah ish right nbd probably more but yeah i wonder how much like i because like i can i've put decals and shit on car like i've lettered cop cars and fire department trucks and stuff like how do i get the job working for an f1 team where i like decal their car dude have you seen how they do some of that stuff like some of it they just print as like one thing yeah and they have like a bunch of dudes like hold the ends of it and then they just like push the piece into yeah, man. it it's crazy yeah it's- i know how to do all that shit that's awesome i didn't know yeah. that Oh yeah, dude. That's uh that's up my alley. I wanna I should be like, hey, I can do that. Like you should hire me. And they'll be like, fucking no, but like cool. They're like, first of all, you're American. Second yeah. of all, get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. <laughs> get the fuck to just start shoving me. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> that's what the interview process is like to get on a Formula One team. They just like yell at you and shove you hard. Good. Like Go adults. get McDonald's. Go get McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> Have a Budweiser, you fucking like <laughs> ridiculous, but um, can't even get in the door without a watch that costs more, less than a thousand dollars. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's even too cheap. Like, <laughs> if it's not a Rolex, then don't even fucking bother showing up. Um, I have questions for you. I have questions for you. I'm gonna go first. Go for it. Do you think? Ferrari's power unit is going to make a significant difference in this race uh, and others moving forward. 
Uh, so I think the answer is yes. This is also a question I did not put on my list because I knew that you were going to ask. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm predictable. Uh, well, I mean, it's hard. Like you know, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. Uh, so I think I think it is going to have an impact. I'm very curious to see what Claire does. Ferrari had a very good race uh, in Turkey last year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Compared considering to the they were their a dog absolute, shit team. Yeah, considering their absolute total horrible season, yeah. um, they did really well in Turkey. So I'm hoping that they do well again. I'm hoping that wasn't some kind of fluke. Uh, I'm very curious to see how science does getting through the field. Yeah, dude. Me too. That's going to be kind of exciting to see uh, how he does when he actually has to like, you know, race and pass a lot. But it, it's really hard because I do think that year over year, McLaren and Alpine have just improved so much that like, I'm curious to see like what the, like how much better this is for Ferrari. You know what I mean? Like, um, like it's going to be better, but I don't know how much it's going to impact. And with the rain, you know, it was it was sort of hard to tell with uh, Leclerc. So I'm curious to see where Ferrari finishes. Yeah, especially in their fight with McLaren. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I wanted to ask you, mm-hmm. uh, which days of this weekend are going to be most impacted by rain? Fucking all of them, apparently. It's raining all weekend again, isn't it? Yeah. Yo, like... I like a rain What happens rain. if they can't get qualifying in? Oh, I wonder what... Because I know, like, in NASCAR, they're just like, fuck it, line up in points order. Yeah. I feel like this would be... Maybe results of last week. Or... Well, didn't that happen earlier this year? And, and it was, like, the, the results of... Um, of uh, FP3. I feel like that was like this year or last year that they couldn't have qualifying. And so it was whatever the results of FP3 were or where you lined up on the grid. Which like fucked some people because they were going for, you know, race pace and others were going for their fastest possible lap. And it was like, it resulted in the grid being all goofy. Uh, okay. So supposedly, um, They are, if, but this is crazy. Um, so it, it's either, if they can't get any of the qualifying or practice it, because I, I do think you're right about it being like FP1, FP2, like all that stuff mm-hmm. being a factor. So say it's all rained out. Say it's just Saturday or Friday and Saturday. It's just totally fucked. Uh, it either goes to championship order from the previous season, like how they assign garage positions. Oh, wow. Or numerical order based on the actual number of the driver's actual car. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut up. Is that for real? Yeah. You get numerical order? Yep. Okay, so Lando would be, or no, Danny Ricardo would be pole with Lando yep. in second. Yep. Gangster. And then you have Seb. And then uh, Nick Latifi. Oh, my God. 
That's insane. Um, oh, man. What are their fucking, what are all their numbers now? I know. Uh, now I'm like, wait, now I can't. I know Max is 33 and Lewis is 44. 44 yeah. is 77. Yeah. Leclerc is 16. George Russell, 63. Um, Ocon's 31. Pierre Gasly's 10. Kimmy's 7th. Kimmy's 7. So it would be. Nice. Yeah. So it's Danny <laughs> and Lando. Seb and Nick Latifi, and then Kimmy and Gasly. Is it, nobody's number eight or nine anymore, right? Um, this is so hard. <laughs> Hold on, I'll, I'll, I'll have it. I'll have it for you in like two seconds here. All right, all right. So it would be it would be Danny Lando. Seb is five. Um, Latifi, Kimmy, Kimmy, Mazepin's nine. Oh, God Almighty. Uh, Gasly, Checo, Alonso is 14, Leclerc is 15, Lance is 18, Yuki is 22, um, Ocon is 31, and then yeah. Max Lewis, Mick Schumacher's 47, Carlos is 55. George is 63, Bottas is 77, and then Giovinazzi is 99. <laughs> right where the fuck he belongs. It shouldn't matter at all. Yeah. Oh, man. That's ridiculous. Uh, I, if you were a racing God, driver, what number would you pick if you got your free choice? Free choice of all 99 numbers? Mm-hmm. Um, I'd probably... I mean, seven was always my number whenever I played sports as a kid, I was always, I was always number seven. Um, but being a race fan growing up, I might go 24 for Jeff Gordon. That's cool. I was, I was a big fan of his growing up. Uh, so yeah, I would, I would say seven or 24. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, 11 has always been just like my number. Cool. Um, so that's probably what it, what it would be for me. Sick. That's what's up. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so I'll still check those number. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, I really hope that fucking happens. <laughs> <laughs> that would be insane. That's just, yeah, this is absurd. Everybody's like, they literally protest. They're like, we know. We're all about this rule, but can we put Mazepin in the backpack still, please? Like, like somebody just goes up and they sprint like a like one zero in front <laughs> of the nine, so they're like, "Look, he's like, behind." He's, he's one hundred and nine, dude. He can't yeah. be up that high. Yeah. Um. All right. What's your What's your next question for me? Uh, you didn't ask me one yet. Oh yeah, it's about the rain. That's how we got on oh. this whole topic. Oh god, oh, did he? <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, what do you think about the rain? Is it, are we going to fucking deal with rain all goddamn weekend? I think so. Off and on. Stop it. Really? Yeah. What is the weather? I'm looking up the weather as we speak. Ask me another one while I look up the weather. All right. So while you look up the weather, uh, will Aston Martin gain on Alpha Tower in the constructors? What's their point spread currently? Their point spread currently. Let me get back to that. 
so they are they're in fifth uh, six and seven uh, Alfatari has 84 points Aston Martin has 59 uh, let me say Pierre Gasly has 59 points. yeah it was like <laughs> yeah that sounds about right um, so uh, I mean we'll look Alpine's kind of running away with it. Yeah, no, I'm not even factoring Alpine in. I just like Aston Martin yeah. has just had a rough time, but it seems like Alpha Tauri has also been having Alpha Tauri's in a slump, dude. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and like all things considered, I mean, only being separated by what's that, 25 points? That's mm-hmm. just a that's just a good weekend for Aston Martin and a bad weekend for Alpha Tauri. I I will say this: I would not be surprised to see um to see Aston Martin catch up to Alpha Tauri mm-hmm. um maybe not this week but over the course of the next 7 uh but I don't think that Aston Martin will surpass Alpha Tauri this week or uh by the end of the year no I I would be surprised if the top five in the Constructors' Championship changes between now and the end of the season. I think there's a very good chance that Max wins the Drivers' Championship and Mercedes still wins the Constructors' Championship. That's kind of what I think is going to happen. That's kind of what I think is going to happen. I think think there's still a battle between McLaren and Ferrari, uh, but I do have something to ask you about later okay when we get there um istanbul park circuit weather this weekend is not 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 looking good it is not looking good it's just Uh, all it's just all rain it's rain dude saturday it's like a 33 to 50 percent chance of rain all day except for in the morning 8 a.m it's definitely raining um like friday's fine friday's gonna be fine but it definitely rains saturday or friday night into saturday rains all day saturday and sunday here's the kicker sunday it tapers off it's only like a 20 percent chance of rain starting around noon um but if you remember from last year it rained the night before the race and the night before qualifying also. So the track was a lot cooler. It was mm-hmm. that brand new pavement. So it was a lot slicker uh, and it greatly affected how these cars handled. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I mean, I would guess that like the rain, the rain will impact the weekend, but we won't have a rainy Sunday. Which I'm really hoping for. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping it's a, I, I think you're hundred percent right. I think the rain affects the weekend, not the race itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, great so my next question for you uh, and this goes along with what we were talking about just now does Checo get any better Do, does Checo show up uh, I can't answer that at the moment because I mean Let's talk about this. Checo 
hasn't been on the podium since France mm-hmm. on June 20th. Which is pretty bad. He had a victory in Azerbaijan the week before uh, and then finished in third. Those are his only two podiums this year. Since France, he has his best finish is Monza in fifth place. And other than that, he has been eighth, ninth, or out of the points. Yeah, um, I, I think he has to finish the points to like finish in the points the rest of the season to solidify that seat. Because I would not put it past Red Bull to make a last minute change. I mean, I wouldn't either. I think they're definitely gonna. I think he's definitely in that seat for the first half of next year. Mm-hmm. Um, because the one thing that can be said for him for what Checo has done this year is he has actively worked to make sure that Max wins the championship. Mm -hmm. He has given him, he has sacrificed his qualifying to give Max a toe when he needed to. He has, uh, you know, he's blocked, he's gone above and beyond. And um, what's the standings on the most passes? Uh, He, I know he's like, I think Seb might still be first, but I think Checo's like second in most cars passed so far this season. Uh, let's see if I can find it real quick. Like he has been sailing pretty regularly and constantly fighting his way up from the back. Yeah. And I think, the people who say that you know Gasly is a uh, a better driver, um, I wouldn't necessarily disagree with them. However, to your point, I don't think that Gasly would play ball as much as Checo because, you know, I think as far as like an age career thing, you know, like I think for better or for worse. Um, you know, he's happy to be in F1. Yeah. yeah. You know? Um, let's see. Yeah, he's doing what he year. has to do. Yeah, all right. I got pole positions, podiums, fastest laps, laps completed. Why are there no... Where are the overtake records? Yeah, I feel like they, they show it every race. Yeah, but I just can't find that's like... You know, a website that like has it. I'm so curious now. Let's see. I'm like I'm find angry. Statistics. Uh, so F1 introduces. Oh, I think I got it. F1 introduces the new overtaking award. Uh, annual accolade to honor the driver most proficient at overtaking over the course of the season. Um, just give me a fucking, give me a table, give me a list. I know it's on like, oh my god. Um, ugh, this is because it's not even gained in, in position, it's like. Hmm. 
Yeah, they don't have so a list right now. I know. Okay, anyway. stats. I can't even find it on statsf1.com, which you would yeah, think, right? Like, like, what are we talking about? What is your job? What, what other stat? Yeah, like these are the stats that I need right now. Right now, I need these stats right now, <laughs> all the time in my life. Um. Oh wait. Oh wait. Oh wait. Oh wait. Oh wait. I think Reddit might have pulled through. No, God fucking damn it. No, it didn't. Never mind. Anyway, we'll figure it out. But I know that Checo is high on the list of uh, most overtakes. Uh, I think Seb is still in first, but I know that he's right behind. So, uh, you know. Oh, man, that's frustrating. Uh- <laughs> yeah. Ideally, that I'm so mad. I'm so mad. Uh, ideally, we'll figure it out. Uh, Nerds. We'll post what are you it on. Good for? Yeah. We'll post it um- on the shit. Yeah, I mean, I I do think Checo is doing his job, but I also think he should be doing his job better at this point. I 100% agree. And I think <laughs> McLaren is the real the real uh, thing that's like messing him up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, I mean, really, he should be outpacing up McLaren every race. And, you know, I don't know if Lando, it, it, it's not Lando. It, it, yeah. It's just, it's frustrating, but uh, I can't fully answer that question at the moment. Yeah, I mean, he's been doing terrible in qualifying. Uh, mm-hmm. He's not been able to qualify. I'm sure that having a lot of overtakes is cool, but Red Bull would much prefer if he was starting in the top three and finishing in the top three. I mean, if, they, if he was finishing in the top four every race, it was like, even if he, he was like fourth the last five races but didn't podium, that would still yeah. be better. Yeah. Exactly. Because like when you look at as far as, you know, the partnership is concerned, um, when you look at Bottas, he had a podium. He hasn't won yet this year. Podium in Italy, podium in the Netherlands, podium at Great Britain, podium at Australia, podium at Mm -hmm. both uh, at Austria, podium both weekends, uh, podium at Spain, podium at Portugal and a podium at Bahrain. That's the job. That's the job, dude. That's the job. That's how you win a constructors championship. So when you look yep. at that and you see that like Red Bull is only, you know, 33 points behind Mercedes in the constructor champion, it's like, yeah, no fucking wonder. Mm-hmm. Like, even when Lewis doesn't win the mall, like Max is carrying the weight of the team and constantly having to be in first or second place. Uh, and they need, you know, they're only they're they're in the battle, of course, because uh, Checo does have some good finishes. But I mean, these last seven races, he really has to overperform. I mean, Agreed. we're talking top fives at least. If he doesn't get at least a podium between now and the end of the season, I'm going to be pretty disappointed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if he single-handedly is the reason they lose the constructors championship. It's going to be like, it's going to be ugly. Yeah. That's going to be a bad, bad, bad weekend. But I don't know who else you put in that seat. That's the other thing. Like, I just really don't know what their other (sighs) options are. I mean, it's, I think Gasly is the next one that they look at, you know? And if it's not Gasly, then they have to pull in somebody from outside the team because it's not going to be Yuki. They're not going to put Albon back in there. Mm -mm. It's, it's Gasly. And if it's not Gasly, then. Uh, you know, maybe they make the offer to Lando. Yeah, I know. 
I know. That would be crazy. Yeah. But, but but I was already, I was like, what if Seb goes back to Red Bull? Oh, uh, yeah. I was just about to say that. I was just thinking, what if they're like, what if they're like, yeah, Seb, one more year, bro. Yeah. And then he just like blows shit out of the water. Yo. That would be crazy. That would be crazy. A, a title fight between Lewis, Max, and Seb, it's just, it's too much. I wouldn't be able Yo, to handle it. Pop quiz, dude. Pop quiz. What? Because uh, Schumacher won two titles, and then there was a gap, and then he won five more in a row. Mm-hmm. How long was that gap? Four seasons. Was it? Oh, I, I thought you were like I don't I know. I don't know. I, <laughs> I, thought did, I, I thought you were like quizzing me on uh hold on. I, I kind of am quizzing you. Um I thought you had the, the answer ready to go. I'll find it. By right, season, here we go. Uh, so he won in two, th- I'm sorry, he won in 94, 95, 96, 97, 98, and then 90. So there's a four year gap. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. And then he won five more in a row. Because I was remember from that documentary, I was like, all right, he won two and then he went to Ferrari. And it was like, it was a while before Ferrari got their shit together enough with the car. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that being said, Fucking, you know what? Lewis should have gone to Ferrari next year. Yo, Lewis going to Ferrari would be fucking crazy. Uh, if there's an eight-year gap, and then or a nine-year gap, and then Seb races for Red Bull in 2023 and wins the title, I will lose my fucking mind. I don't know. I don't know if I'll be able to continue like with my day at that point, like I'd have to probably, I would probably have to take a week off and like leave everything. Like you'd have to do the podcast alone and be like, Ian disappeared for a week. Uh, he needs to calm the fuck down. And he I would just literally go. Was unable to speak. Yeah. I would just go somewhere. I would go, I would go to the mountains and I would just sit and I would meditate on it. The, like the one thing, like one of the many things from that documentary uh, that I did not know is that like Schumacher was racing in twenty in like twenty twelve. Yeah, dude. Yeah, very recently. Like he's the driver that Lewis replaced at Mercedes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no bullshit. He's uh yeah man. Michael Schumacher. He's not like, oh, that's the thing. Like, he's not old. No. But it's like it just feels like so much long. Like in my head, he's like a contemporary of like Wayne Gretzky, but that's not really that's not really the case at all. I mean, that's super far off, I guess. Michael was racing in like what 92, 93? Yeah. But like Gretzky won his first Stanley Cup in the 80s. Yeah, that's true. Good call. Yeah. You know, so like there, there's an overlap, but not a big one. Right. Where in my mind, like th- like them and like Gretzky, Jordan, Schumacher, like they're not quite all 
active like they are all active at the same time at one point but yeah for sure um but yeah man the uh that last year that Schumacher was in formula one sub won uh the championship yeah dude. do you do you want to guess the rest of the top five did you see him uh letting seb pass him to win the championship at turkey yeah. that is beautiful it's pretty awesome yeah uh the rest of the top five in the championship for that year yeah um uh, seb uh i'm gonna guess that uh nico was up there uh nico rosberg was ninth ninth wow mm-hmm. um Alonso... Hulkenberg was 11th by the way what's that I said Nico Hulkenberg was 11th, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Alonzo, was he up there? Yep. Uh, Alonzo was second. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, and Lewis was with McLaren in mm-hmm. 2012, right? Mm-hmm. I think he finished pretty high. He finished in fourth. Yeah. Um, I don't know who third and fifth were. I give up. Uh, so third is someone who is still active. Kimmy. Kimmy. Oh, yeah. And then... Uh, who was he racing with at the time? Uh, hold on. Jensen Button was fifth, by the way. Oh, cool. Uh, cool. I got to scroll all the way up, back up to the top of this fucking article. For the, oh, uh, the team breakdown. No, it's not your fault. It's fucking Wikipedia being down. Uh, Kimmy was with Lotus at the time. Oh, cool. Cool. Uh, so Red Bull was Seb and Mark Weber. Mm-hmm. McLaren was uh, Button and Hamilton. Yeah. Ferrari was Alonso and Massa. Wow. Mercedes was Schumacher and Rosberg. Uh, Lotus was uh, Kimi and Roman Grosjean. Wow. By the way, finished eighth in the points. Sick. Uh, Force India was Paul Deresta and Nico Hulkenberg. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sauber was uh, Kamal Kobayashi and Sergio Perez. Oh, wow. Jesus. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, he's older than, like, we always think that he is, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, also, like, it's funny, like, uh, Paul Deresta, like, his um, Wikipedia picture is from, like, 2014. And he looks like a literal child. Uh, <laughs> oh shit like he looks like a cart racer oh you know my what god I mean? like, just, um, that fucking guy uh Toro Rosso was Danny Ricardo wow and a guy I've never heard of whose last name I can't pronounce I like uh, it. uh let's see uh Bruno Senna uh and Anton's nephew was racing for Williams. Wow. Guess he wasn't very good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, because the uh, oh, Bottas was a free practice driver for Williams at the time. Wow. Yeah. That's all good stuff. What a fun, yeah. what a fun tidbit of information. Right. I love that. I love Formula One. So do I. Uh, all right, let's back through the rest of these questions and do our predictions. Yeah, right. Uh, which is like going long. Um, I'm out of questions. Do you have right, predictions? I have two more for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one, 
do you think by the end of the season that George Russell will finish ahead of Yuki Tsunoda in the points? Whoa. So currently, uh, Yuki has 18 points. Yeah. Russell has 16 points. Wow. Yeah, dude. I definitely think Russell's going to beat Yuki. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And Yuki's going to be out of Formula One by, by, definitely by the break next year, unless he fucking magically turns everything around. Which, like, that could happen. Could I happen. Could see, I could see Yuki doing that because he seems scrappy. Yeah. All right. Who is your driver to watch? My driver to watch is because of the reasons we talked about Checo. Yours too. Yeah. 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 He's, you know, looking at what his year has been, I mean, it hasn't been bad, but it certainly hasn't been good. And I can really imagine being Albon or, uh, or Gasly and being like, what the fuck? You know, like, Mm -hmm. like how is, how is what I did not good enough? Um, especially if they don't win the constructors, if they win the constructors, I think all is forgiven, but if they don't win the fucking, if they don't forget, if they don't win the constructors, then it's like, why the fuck, why the fuck were we replaced? Right. But the other answer is because Max won the driver's championship. That's why you were replaced. Exactly. So, yeah, because yeah. we have a champion now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. I get uh, it. So I'm going to go and predict that in a wet session, Lando gets another poll. Uh, oh, you're doing poll. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say that in a wet session, uh, oh, yeah, because it's going to be wet. Oh, fuck. I didn't think about that. <laughs> Dang it. Um, no, I think wet, it's going to be Lewis. Lewis is going to get the pole. Um, I yeah, I know. I know. He hasn't had one in a bit. It's tough. Um, I'm going to say fastest lap, however, is Max Verstappen. I got the same thing. Max nice. Verstappen. Yeah, dude. He's, uh, he's definitely going to get fastest lap for sure, especially because of how important it is across the board. Uh, so I want to skip driver of the day mm-hmm. because it might spoil my podium. Mine would too. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, I, I will do my podium first, however. Okay. Are you doing one, two, three? I'll do one, two, three. Cool. Max. Mm-hmm. Lando. Mm. Sebastian Vettel. <gasps> Love it. I love everything about that. So I think it's going to be a chaotic weekend. I think uh, at least one of the Mercedes may be uh, having to replace parts of their car and start from the pit lane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a lot. I think the start of the race might be wet. Yeah, I think the track is definitely going to be cold, if nothing else. Yeah. Uh, wow. Wow. Yeah. So my driver of the day is Seb, obviously. Obviously. So we it have could a, be we, Lando, but it's, it's going to be Seb. Yeah. No, we went in a, yeah. Oh, yeah. If Seb touches the podium, Seb's the driver of the day. That's yeah. just how the, those, those are the fucking rules of F1. Exactly. And we're going to get a dance out of him. I love that. And I hope that you're right. Yeah. Uh, my podium, we kind of went in the same direction. Okay. Uh, just, you know, wore different sunglasses. 
Um, Max wins. Leclerc in second. Okay. Pierre Gasly in third. Nice. Who is my driver of the day? That 100% makes sense. Yeah. I'm glad that we were both thinking similarly yet differently. Yeah. Yeah. I'm into this because I think Gasly's due. Uh, he's had a couple of bad weeks. Alpha mm-hmm. had a couple of bad weeks. Um, but he's a good driver. I think uh, he's really still got something that he feels like he needs to prove. Um, and I think that he's, yeah, I just, I just have a feeling gas is going to have a great week. Yeah, I a hundred percent agree. Uh, I was just going back to the power rankings for the year so far. Oh yeah. Cause Gasly right now, there's a three-way tie for six between Gasly, Alonso, and Carlos Sainz. Shit. Um, and that feels right to me. Uh, for sixth, I guess. I mean, like, I feel like Carlos Sainz is having a shockingly good year, considering it's his first at Ferrari. Um, I mean, and it's Alonso's first year at Alpine. Yeah, but it's also Fernando Alonso. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, this is true. But, it's, I mean, the here's the ranking right now. So Max is... Uh, ahead with a 9.0 even average for the season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then that's Lando, who's 0.4 back. Hamilton, who's 0.5 back from Lando. Leclerc, wow. who's a full uh-huh. point back from Verstappen with an 8.0. Russell at 7.8 is the one who feels overvalued. Yeah, that's that's too high. Like, I would swing Russell down to like I'm fine if everyone's tied for fifth and Russell is uh, is after that because then it's Gasly, Alonso, and Science all tied. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Ocon and Ricardo are tied. Huh. Okay. I mean, Ocon Ocon won a race. He did. He yeah, so did Ricardo. Yeah, so it makes yeah. sense. All right. Sure. 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 I mean, you know, who's who's missing? I mean, I think there's people that probably should be like like Bottas should be in there. Mm-hmm. All things inside. We went over how many podiums that guy has. Mm-hmm. Like how is but he not how many, how many potent how, how many podiums would Lando Norris have if he was driving Mercedes? That's what I'm saying, right? And so that's where it's like when you look at the driver versus the car. And I know that the power rankings are all about just the driver. It's like, did George Russell as a driver so far do better this year than Valtteri Bottas or Checo? You know, and it's, I think there's an argument to be made in either direction there. I suppose you're right. Because if this was the first half of the season, be like, Checo should totally be fucking on here. But with the last couple of races he's had, like, if I had to pick between Russell and Checo to put my car based on the last seven races, I'd pick George. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know? I guess you're right. I guess you're right. That's but I, I love Checo. I that's mean, an interesting way to put it, though. That's an interesting mm-hmm. way to put it. Like, if you have to pick who's going to be in your car this weekend, who do you pick? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. I saw somebody post on Twitter. They were like, if the championship comes down to a tie, 
then they should make Max and Lewis both get in one of the Williams and do like a sprint race in the Williams and see who fucking wins. No, they should have a, a coin toss between the the, the a Williams and a Alfa Romeo. Wow. Wow. I would definitely take the... Yeah, I mean, at least it's not a Haas, you know? Yeah, no, it has to be fair. I feel like they'd both get into a Haas and be like, what the fuck? Like, this is a trash can with wheels on it. Uh, honestly, this should both just drive Ferraris. Oh, yeah. That's pretty nice. Uh, so, my wild card is uh, going against my podium prediction. Mm. Uh, my wild card is Red Bull 1 2. Whoa. Massive. Huge. Massive. That's massive. Huge. Uh, my wild card is. Uh, see. I don't think that that's right. <laughs> that's why it's a wild card. I mean, I, I love know, the but like, I feel like my wild card, like, I feel like I'm also just like swinging the bat to swing the bat and it doesn't feel like, and it's like, I don't actually think that's going to happen. Um, but I will. I think there, I do think that in the back of my mind, my first, my first crack at these predictions were a lot more Checo heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Because he did really well last year, there last mm-hmm. year. Yeah, and exactly. we saw in Baku when he did really well at Baku in 2020, he did really well in Baku in 2021. So, like, yeah, when he's but, comfortable at a track, he definitely settles in. Yeah, but then I got, I got gun shy. I was like, yeah. Oh. Um, see, like, I'm, I'm torn. A part of me wants to do something boring and say, like, Ferrari, both Ferraris in the top five. Um, but another part of me is going to just be a little bit more logical and uh, really go really weird and say, uh, I'm going to say, fuck it. Lewis doesn't finish in the points. Oh, Lewis. Okay. Lewis out of the points. All right. For a second there, I thought you were, I, for whatever reason, there was a split moment where I was like, he's going to say, like, Mick Schumacher in the points. That would be cool. That would be cool. That would be cool. I'd be into that. Dude, I'm pumped. All right. I'm so glad um, that it's race weekend. Dude, I texted you literally the first thing I did Monday morning. Yeah. Race week? Like, race week? I was like, yes. I'm so pumped. I can't wait. Uh, it's going to be a really fun one, I think. I'm super excited. Yeah, it's going to be a great race. It's going to be an exciting race. Uh, As always, we're Movie John Podcast. Enjoy the Movie John Podcast Network. There's a ton of great shit on there. Uh, The the recent post that Movie John Podcast Network put up on Instagram showed all the different shows on there. And uh, yeah, there's just been a lot of really fun and exciting stuff coming out that I've been enjoying very much. Um, also subscribe to Booby John, uh, the print zine that shows up four times a year. And so he's got fun goodies and grab bags and shit in it. It's a great time. I love it. You should love it too. Yeah. Uh, Booby John is great. Uh, you should support us and check out the other shows. I believe there's still issues left of the most recent 
uh, print zine issue, which is all about racing. Uh, and I wrote oh, about Tom good, Free. Yeah, I read through that. Fight. Great article, dude. I don't know oh, if I ever you. got a chance to tell you that. That's uh, You wrote a perfect article. Thank you. And uh, all it, of the rest of them in there are a lot of fun. Mine is all about how movie movies and motor racing are basically the same thing because they're using machines to make art. Yep, 100% right. And the art is the machine, and the machine is the art, and it's all beautiful. Yeah, man. They're symbiotic. Mm-hmm. One can't be done without the other. Exactly. Um, and yeah, check us out on Instagram while you're there. Uh, F1 pod uh, on Instagram and Twitter, or you could always email us at F F1, that's O N E, at gmail.com. And we will be back next week to talk about whatever happens this weekend in yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Istanbul. And then, yeah, after, after next week, we got a triple header ahead of us. It's going to be insane. It's going to be insane, dude. I'm Ian. You're Ryan. This is F yeah F one. F yeah F one. <laughs> <laughs>